this has been it's only been a week but my oh my these these two punch episodes they just have so much that it's like i don't even know where to begin with all of this i love how even the contestants keep reiterating like it's only day two it's only day three and i'm like holy cow like guacamole Mm -hmm. nuts crazy town bananas Uh i was like this is crazy yep Uh uh-huh is nuts is nutty up in here um, before we we dive into the batch nation, uh, batch nation news, boop, 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 the news. Um, I just want a quick uh, sidebar here is that my I have my mother might be running in and out of this room, so we may have some extra background noise today. But I will do my best to edit that out after the words. But after the words, yikes! It's early. Um, but if you hear doors <laughs> slamming or my or my dog um a wooing in the background, I apologize ahead of time. So there we go. Um. But let's dive into the news, okay? So do you vaguely remember in, I don't even remember which episode, two or three, Kira was talking about Justin really being into Sally at Stagecoach? Um, Can I just say, can we just have the Bachelor Nation people stop going to Stagecoach? Because it never goes well for you. Like, there's always something goes awry, and it's just never good. It's never, it, nah, just don't do it anymore. I think that's the best rule of thumb here is to not. <laughs> And also, what happens at Stagecoach does not stay at Stagecoach. It sure does not. Like, that is not the rule. It sure does not. It is not. So just, mm, good rule of thumb. I know none of them listen to our podcast, but, like, maybe (laughs) just stop going to Stagecoach. (laughs) Maybe they have an assistant Um, that listens to Hungry Roses, and they'll pass that uh, memo up the ladder. Please, pass it. Pass it, because this needs to stop happening. Because, like, I don't know what's going on over there. It doesn't make – and then we get secondhand context. It's very confusing. Anyway, point is – Kira had talked about this on the show. And then I guess Justin came out on social media and was like, I didn't even see you there. So, like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then Kira posted receipts about it. Whole big mess. And I just don't even know. I mean, ugh, it's just so silly. So, like, that happened. Kira did a Q&A on her Instagram, and she addressed the vibrator and the Jane situation, um, where she came out in front of Tarzan with nothing but leaves on or whatever. And she said both of those were her idea and planned. And, like, the vibrator was just for shock value. She didn't actually use it. And I was like, thank God, because everyone was up in arms about that. But why? Why? I'm sure we'll get to this, but I just, I was so horrified because I was also pretty sure that she wasn't going to actually use it. But I was like, why would you even want to suggest that you were going to use someone else's vibrator? Because Kira is pure chaos energy. Yeah. She is like straight hot lava chaos energy and so why not and do you ever have that moment though then where you're all she's a doctor right 
I, I was know, like, people's lives are in your hands and you're I handling know. a stranger's Ugh. vibrator. <laughs> I know. But like the thing is, like the thing is that like she people asked her about that as well on her Q&A. And she was like, look, it has not it does not impede my ability to do my job. Of course, so of course my bosses course. don't care. And you're like, all right. And like that is blunt chaos energy. Yep. You know, she's just like. Yep. When someone is really sick and they're in need of my help, they're not thinking about me on Bachelor in Paradise. I'm like, also fair. Yep. So, you know, I get it. But, like, also, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. But <laughs> I'm still trying to process it. But I was like, okay. <sighs> um, do you want me to talk about the reality Steve debunking of the Sally situazione now? Or do you want me to talk about it when we talk about Sally? It is technically batch news. So I think you could go ahead and dig it into okay. it now. Okay, so as we saw in the Wells reenactment, um, it was a situation where, like, they were trying to paint this picture that Sally kept avoiding coming to the beach because of her ex. And according to Reality Steve, whom he fully admits what he is hearing is purely coming from Camp Sally and not from Camp Producers at all, that that is not at all what happened. That she, I didn't realize this, she, her job has something to do Sorry if I'm getting this wrong, Sally. Um, with a type of machine slash robot that is used in spinal surgeries. It's a really high intense job. And the day that they went to the airport, she was called because the person who was operating this robot or something to do with this robot, they like couldn't do it. They needed her. She had to drop her bags and go immediately back to like help with the situation with the spinal surgery robot situation I don't know and even before that when she like went to her ex's house it wasn't like that at all I guess she has business with her ex that she had to like take care of or whatever like business arrangement had nothing to do with like romantic entanglements whatsoever and yes she does have a male roommate but like there was nothing going on with that male roommate so like the the producers kind of made it like she wasn't playing ball with them and so they just decided to twist what had happened to their own benefit to make her look a type of way is according to reality steve according to sally's camp so knowing all of that i mean we can kind of talk about or i don't know knowing all that how did how did you feel about that wells reenactment the suitcase (laughs) which was okay that was the other thing they did take one of her suitcases she had one they had the other but the suitcase that we've been seeing in the episodes has been a plant this whole time i wasn't like a real so sure of that yes yeah. So, like, the waffle maker wasn't real. The vibrator wasn't real. None of it was real. The hair extensions, none of it was real. But it was still, like, gross to me that those girls were, like, egged and pushed into, like, opening that suitcase. I'm like, yep. why are we doing this? Yep. This is gross. What were your thoughts? Tell me. Um, the entertainment value of the Wells reenactment, mm. I wouldn't trade that for the world. Sorry, Sally. If it's true. not the truth, the whole true. truth, and nothing but true. the truth. It was so yep. stinking entertaining. I agree. <laughs> and I mean, Aaron is back, so we are into big facts now on oh, Bachelor in Paradise. God, but I he can't. hadn't we'll quite returned yet. I so I was not into big yeah. facts yet. And I just yep. loved the reenactment. <laughs> and like, also, like, it was we crazy know fun. that everything we're getting is spun by the producers and twisted with, yeah. by uh-huh. the editing and post production. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, I mm-hmm. think for me, I was like, obviously, the suitcase wasn't real. Obviously, right. the reenactment was probably um, slightly exaggerated. Right, um, right. And I was like, at the end of the day, like, for whatever reason, Sally has not shown up. That is mm-hmm. a little bit on Sally. Sally, you don't get to share your your version of the story, at least on the Bachelor in Paradise platform, if you're not willing to right. show up 
to paradise. And so I'm glad that. But like if it was a spinal surgery crisis, I'm not going to hold that against no, her. Don't like, hold it against on. her at all. But <laughs> I was like, listen, if you if you wanted to like present your version, then you needed to show up on the beach. And if there was at least conversations where she was expected to be on the beach and then didn't show up on the beach for good reasons or not good reasons I'm like well you know the producers are gonna have some fun with it like yeah but I did I seem I thought the 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 um the devouring and the tearing into of the suitcase was was pretty tacky I didn't like that pretty bad and I was sure that like you said I, I don't think any of them would have unprompted just like decided to open up that suitcase and see what was in there. Right. I don't think any of them are that. Right. Um, that's just like a big violation of privacy if that was really the mm-hmm. reality of what had happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was kind of gross. Um, but also then just one last, aside from the Wells reenactment, the, when they, when <laughs> they put that suitcase in a bikini in a lounger, yep. I, yeah died. no yeah for the for the paradise credits oh my God. yeah let's talk about that now too the probably my favorite paradise credit if not the suitcase was them recreating that mm. little girl the meme of the little girl in front of the burning house with Shanae, <laughs> yes. but it was like a pyre yes. instead of a burning house like that was perfect oh my god um yeah so many so many good moments um in that intro anyway um so that happened. Interesting. Okay. And like in the same vein, the Teddy tea. I don't know. Do you want me to talk about it now or do you want me to talk about it later? That was such a big moment that I, that I almost feel like. I'll save it. Should we save that? I'll save it. Because yeah, that was that. like, I was like by myself yeah. and just dying. Yeah. Agog. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. A gagged. Yeah. Okay. So don't let me forget. Yes. <laughs> Talk about the Teddy T. Um, Jason, we finally got Jason's interview on the Vile Files. And y'all, I'm going to be completely honest. I have had such an insane week that I didn't get to watch the interval. Interval? The interview <laughs> fully. <laughs> the interview fully because I had a nuts week. And so I just kind of watched the Spark Notes version on David Dave Neal's uh, YouTube uh, channel. So go check that out because he is the place to go for the latest in batch news. Seriously, it's where I got to get all my news. Um, but it was interesting because it kind of seemed like, I mean, he has nothing bad to say about Gabby. It just seems like the general vibe is that had they met outside of this franchise, they may have been able to be a, a couple because of, there's no time crunch. They literally had zero, like maybe three interactions total that we all saw before he was supposed to be ready to be engaged. Like it wasn't even tighter time crunch than like normal series. Um, and he wouldn't really go into specifics from what I understand about like what exactly they talked about, but they essentially broke up during fantasy suite night, like that night, that was the tea is that they didn't break up the following morning. Like we saw, they broke up like the night before and they slept in different rooms. And then when he saw her again the next morning, he was surprised to see her because he was like, wait, what? I thought we already did this. So it was like really raw for him. And the cameras were like, but we didn't catch it. So do it again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, but so he was really thrown off by that and stuff. But he has nothing bad to say about her. Um, and it was just kind of sad. It was just like, oh, wow. Um, and maybe I'll watch it more later but if I have time. But I really don't. So nope. I think the important so thing to remember with Gabby and Rachel's season that I think is easy to forget yeah. is mm-hmm. – we all know the timeline is already so compressed in a regular season even. Yeah. And they lost mm-hmm. three, four, five weeks to this yeah. this baloney of their two bachelorettes. And 
Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so many of these poor guys are trying to like get to know Gabby and Rachel. And some of them kind yeah. of knew right away. And Jason might have even been mm-hmm. one who knew right away. But still, like, right. it's so compressed already. And then just this this terrible concept of two bachelorettes, I think, made the right. timeline even more fraught. Because now these contestants right. are dividing their time up between two people that they're trying to know, get to know. And you already don't get any time with The Bachelor or The Bachelorette already right. as it is. So I'm not yep. surprised mm-hmm. that we had mm-hmm. several people at the end of the season who truly were like, whoa wait what it's time for engagements like yeah yeah Yeah. but I don't know and he did kind of sort of cop to the fact that he like told his mom that he wasn't ready but like I don't know I mean he didn't really cop to it he kind of like avoided it he like swerved away from that question of like why didn't you tell Gabby sooner or whatever um because he I believe he said in the uh, fantasy suite when they were alone that like they talked about well what if we met outside of here and he's like well maybe it still wouldn't work so I don't know I don't know yeah. I mean I don't wish ill for Jason you know obviously I want him to find love and be happy but I don't know it was interesting whatever go watch it on the vile files if you're interested um and last but not least uh Shanae did an interview with the clickbait podcast but she still didn't exactly apologize to Elizabeth for what went down there even though grocery store Joe gave her the perfect door to walk through to do that and she still didn't you know because she just kind of pivoted it to like you know because producers are really trying to give her the redemption arc they're they're doing they're breaking out all the stops to do that yep. for her and I don't know why I don't because either. what she did was so gross you know on Clayton season coming for you know Elizabeth the way that she did that I'm just like I just have such a hard time believing anything you say now I have a really hard time because I already saw your true yep. colors you know and she's like you'll get to see people fall in love with me and I'm like Shanae I almost don't really care at this point and we'll get to it when yep. we talk about Shanae later but I thought that was kind of gross anyway let's get into everything we already talked about sally so let's talk about romeo this was tough this was rough this was rough (laughs) so he went through all this trouble to secure jill right in the first episode and then we get to episode two and he surprises her basically and is like oh wait but i do still want to explore other things with other people because jill's under the impression like leading up to the rose ceremony that like oh, we're fine. Let's just go hang out in the cabana and, like, watch everything else go down. Yeah. And he's like, uh. But then he, like, immediately jets. He, like, pulls Brittany, who rejects him in the most spectacular fashion I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Like, he tries to kiss her, and she dodges it. Like, and he still thinks, like, in his ITMs, that, like, she's into it. And, and no, not at all. Aye. In her ITMs, she's like, if he tried to give me his rose, I would tell him I'd rather get hit by a bus. And I was like, <laughs> That's almost as bad as saying, if you were the only bachelorette here, I wouldn't want to be here anymore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Tarzan. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, like Jill sees this interaction and she loses her ish, understandably so. And she's done. She's completely done because she made it very clear to him. Like your actions speak, you, you know, I need to see more action from you. And then the action that she saw was like, not great. You know what I mean? It was completely in the opposite direction. 
And so she essentially is like, we're done. That's it. And Romeo's trying to like save face and it's not working. So like, she's like, go, go try with someone else because I'm not accepting your, like we're done. It's over. And so he literally goes to every other girl on the beach. I'm talking Lace. I'm talking Haley, even Kira. Like he is trying everyone to like get his rose and nobody wants it. And he cries. I feel like there's probably an outtake where he was even going to like production. Like any female presenting person on this beach. He was like, but would you take Mm -hmm. my rose? (laughs) Yeah. The desperation oozing out of every pore of Romeo's body was cringy. Mm -hmm. Cringy. Uh Uh-huh. It was awful. It was awful. And And then then, the tears. um, Oh, my God. The tears. Yeah. And then the tears. And even Kara's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And it's like, no, he's not okay because he's been made to feel. And like, and this is where, this is where it gets hard for me because it's like, this is like the first instance where it gets really hard because the point of this show, yes, is to explore shit. But if you don't do it in exactly the correct way, you will be the villain. Yep. Like there is no if or ands or buts about it, right? It's yep. like if you don't have these completely honest conversations with the person that you're with, which is weird because Romeo is usually extremely blunt. Yep. And he didn't do that with Jill. Nope. If he had maybe done that, I don't think it would have been a different outcome because Jill was set on Romeo, <sighs> right? So I think she would have been angry either way. But, like, if you – I don't know. If you don't put yourself in a position where you're being 100% honest, yep. <laughs> this is the result, you know? Yep. Um but then we have other people doing this later, and it's not an issue. So it's very, like, it feels like hypocritical. Yep. But he did it all wrong. I, he did it all wrong. I what are your think, thoughts? Tell me your yeah, thoughts. Yeah, so we see a few moments later, like when when Teddy leaves, especially, spoiler alert, but, uh, you know, we, we know yeah. that you've all watched yeah. the show. Um, yeah. Jill's yeah. Uh-huh. reaction <laughs> was extreme, and I thought she really made that all about her, and that was very weird to me. And So I think Jill is maybe uh, tricky to begin with. And Romeo Mm -hmm. did have kind of a tough first day on the beach with this love triangle that he was like immediately thrust into. And again, that is his own doing that he had this love triangle Mm -hmm. in the first place. Mm -hmm. But that Mm -hmm. was a tough first day. And so I feel like I probably would have done the same thing. this is only day two. Right. Like my first order of business probably would have been to resolve the love triangle Mm-hmm. Because he just couldn't get out of that without dealing with it, right? There was no way to avoid the love triangle. So he had to kind of like deal with that. And I guess the best way to deal with a love triangle, unless you tell both of them, I want to like explore a relationship with both of you. Yeah. Then you either pick yeah. one or the other or none of the above. Which he did. Yeah. I mean, he picked Jill right. and then he went back on that. Right. And then and he went back on that. And it's like, you can't do that. But so you gotta just, you pick your lane, you stay in your lane. I feel <clears> like <throat> I understand why maybe his first reaction was, I'm in this love triangle and Jill is the one I'm interested in. And then the next day he's like, oh wait, shoot, I'm like at paradise and like, I should be like, yeah. a, so I get it. But also then I uh. was, I was less I am not a monster, and so his tears did make me sad. But also, mm-hmm. I was a little bit more with, like, some of the – I can't remember, like, what exact guys they cut away to. Maybe it was, like, Casey or somebody. But, like, yeah. most of the guys were like, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. crying mm-hmm. over the mess mm-hmm. you made is is not yep. really improving your um, mm-hmm. your status with the girls on the beach either. Yep. And it almost yep. felt a mm-hmm. little it the tears felt a little manipulative because then Kira was like, 
oh my God, like, ah, because I would have done the same thing. Like, most of us can't just sit there callously while someone cries, right? Most of us are going to have a human Mm -hmm. reaction and like, oh, ah, because obviously he's hurting, but mm-hmm. still, he's mm-hmm. hurting because he's kind of an idiot. <laughs> he done something stupid. Yep. Uh huh. Yep. So exactly. That, exactly. That was sad and and but also tricky and but like you said, complicated because then other people are gonna say that they want to like explore yeah, relationships uh-huh. with other people. And I think if Kira and Jill had not shown up on the first night, I think Romeo's journey could have been very different. Potentially. But yeah, then we wouldn't have had any drama on the first night. And we, in Bachelor uh-huh. Nation, insist on drama. So, sorry, Romeo. Yep. Uh-huh. You were a casualty yeah. of the essential drama. <laughs> I did I did love Wells making all those Shakespeare jokes about him, though. That kind of, that kind of got me. That, I, I kind of loved that. That was also great. I love Wells. Oh. And I'm mad that he's not the host. Anyway. Yes. Um, but basically, we get to the rose ceremony, and eventually he does give his rose to Jill, but she accepts it clearly as a way to stay on the beach and has no intention of fixing stuff between them. Um, Which this I really so, appreciated. I think you know this about yeah. me. Nothing makes me saltier on Bachelor in Paradise than <laughs> when, whether it's the guys or the girls who have the roses, whoever has the roses, mm-hmm. nothing makes me saltier than when someone decides to leave because they don't know who to give their rose to. That like makes me yeah. furious. Because I'm always like, mm-hmm. you could at least, I'm sorry that you didn't find the love of your life and I'm sorry right. that you don't have a connection, but you could at least Give it to someone help else. someone yeah. else stick around and maybe they'll yep. find. So I really did appreciate, because mm-hmm. I did have a moment where I was like, if Romeo leaves, if Romeo <laughs> like removes himself and self-eliminates yeah. and doesn't even give his rose to someone, I'm going to be really, really unhappy yeah. with him. And yeah. So I'm and glad I wonder that he if that did wasn't that. a thing in his Well, the thing the thing though, it makes me wonder now though if that was like on the table for him and like producers were like no no no, you can't go, you can't go, you can't go. And like because like none of the girls were worried about that and I'm like that's something you should worry about, yeah. yo. That's something you should worry about. Yeah. Anyway, but you want to give me some Titanic so I can uh, mm-hmm. cut through the rest of this real quick. We lose Kira because Tarzan picked lace over her Jane moment that she tried to have with him. Um, <laughs> um, and then we also lost Hunter because Victoria makes a play for Johnny when she sees that maybe Justin isn't like secure in her after all and wins. Sad day. Um, and we lose Haley because Logan is more into Shanae than her. Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie. So R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, and we'll obviously get more into the Victoria. <clears throat> I was surprised stuff later. by Kira. Were you surprised? I really <laughs> Me too. thought I was really, I really surprised. thought Tarzan was into Jane. I really thought that like I yep. was like, that was a bold move, and yes, ma'am, it paid off. Like mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, this is where this is going. Because super surprised. Yeah, be- yeah, because um, the thing, if I if I'm not mistaken, I believe Tarzan had mentioned Kira earlier, but he didn't remember her name was Kira. He's like, I had a moment with this girl, but I can't remember who she was. And then producers were like, it was Kira. Um, <laughs> so it's like I think they have had time. We just haven't seen any of it. And I like I th- I don't know. Part of me feels like maybe maybe it was a producer nudge. I don't know. But I was really surprised that he picked Lace and not her. Um, she was surprised and I mean, and it was also just very clear that Lace and him are not going to be a thing 
at all because in episode three Tarzan's like yeah I'm really excited to like get to know you more or like blah blah to move this forward and Lace is like we need to have a lot more conversations first and I was like whoa 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 oh, so man. that was rough um yep but yeah let's and are we last, ready to and, but oh, yeah. also too just yeah. the last minuteness of Johnny mm-hmm. giving Johnny going for Victoria and yeah, that was rough. Logan going for up Hunter. Like, yeah, both was, of those yeah. were very quick, fast pivots that I was like, whoa, if I had vertigo, it would be kicking in right now. More so with Hunter than for Haley, you know, yes. because we saw, I mean, we can get into this later, or I'm, I don't know, we can kind of get into it now. With Logan and Shanae specifically, um, I never actually saw, the, from the footage we were given, we never actually saw footage of Logan and Haley that I can recall. Maybe we had some and I just forgot. Um, but, like, to hear Haley talking about this connection that they had and, like, we never saw a part of it, I was like, either she's in the river denial or, like, it really wasn't that strong of a connection to begin with. Because when we see Haley and Logan talking together, um, like, one-on-one after he's been spending all day with Shanae, she's, like, trying to give him hints that, like, you're my top, you're my top, and he is not picking nope. up what she's putting down. And it's nope. super awkward. So she should have known then that he was not going to pick her, and it was really kind of painful to watch. But I still feel bad because, obviously, this is the first time she was sent home – or, night. sorry, this is the second time she's been sent home night one in this franchise. So, yep. like, that hurts. Um, I do think you're right about that one, the denial, though. Like, for yeah. – like, I think there's a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs – uh, with mm-hmm. Haley and I think that maybe mm-hmm. she assumed that there was more there with her and Logan yeah so that one didn't hurt me as badly as the Hunter, Hunter Johnny one yeah. that really hurt me yep. that really hurt me because I was like oh come on like that that seemed a little rough to me and Hunter seems um, like norm like this is always the I thing know. like this is what stinks on paradise is sometimes if you're just like a normal chill cool person like mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just like yeah. there's something sparkly in the like you know chaos energy or the neurosis or the you know mm-hmm. and I a hunter just didn't maybe she just was too normal which is too bad because I I think I would have really yeah. liked to have seen more of her yeah um Sorry, I just like lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, but let's like briefly, just like briefly talk about this now um, so we can dig in more to the Justin Genevieve of it all. But Justin, after he, because, you know, Victoria Fuller comes down to the beach. She picks Justin to go on a one-on-one. They had a great one-on-one. They did. I thought it was a really great yep. one-on-one. And I thought they had a lot of chemistry. And I thought his sales were more so pivoting to her because yep. they seemed to get along more so than him and Genevieve, right? But like... And then they had this really great conversation where he was like, yeah, I want to, like, talk to you tomorrow morning, get to know you, you know, tomorrow. And Victoria was like, yeah, me too. But, like, I feel like Justin felt pressured to do the air quotes right thing by Genevieve. Yep. Instead of just being honest with Genevieve. Because, like, he was really honest, but I feel like it would have it would have been better if he had just told, even though, like, she would have been so upset, whatever, it would have been better if he had told Genevieve, I'm sorry, but, like, I... You know, I do feel a connection with Victoria or like have some kind of conversation where you're like, Victoria, you are the one that I'm interested in right now, but I have to do this as a gesture or something. I don't know. But when Victoria, the second Victoria saw that Justin and Genevieve were talking, she is a smart woman. She got her wheels turning and Johnny was her second next to Justin. And she, you know, capitalized on that. 
she hook she hook lang synced like i don't even blame her she yep. hooked him you know and she got him and poor hunter was the collateral damage of that because i thought hunter and johnny were super cute together Me too. i mean gosh darn it they bonded over their ibs and prostate exams and stuff <laughs> like they were they were the realest oh, you know like, yep i don't know maybe johnny yeah. i don't know is more i don't know i don't know super i won't say superficial but like you know he was easily i felt bad about that that hurt me that felt bad um, that felt bad. That was a weird way to say that. Anyway, <laughs> any other thoughts on that or shall just, we move on to yeah, the next Yeah, I just, I worry about Justin and Genevieve. I do think Justin is, oh, I do think Justin is kind of into Genevieve, but in that like you're tricky and you're difficult and that challenge is exciting. And we always know how this always plays out. It just seems like. They don't communicate well. I think they have different, no. like, love languages. Like, you know, yeah. Genevieve's like, but you're not showing me. As they're sitting there with this cute little birthday hold on, cake. Hold on, hold on. I know, I know. Hold on, hold on to that. Hold okay. on to that okay. rage because I'm okay. feeling you. Okay, because okay. we're going to talk about them next, but I wanted to just quickly talk about Michael A. and Sierra. Yes, go, 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 go. How do you feel about these two? Because, like... Ugh, I think this just kind of points out how immature I am, okay? <laughs> I'm just going to – I'm bluntly saying that, okay? Uh, but, like, I and I, I don't want to say I've always had this issue with Michael A because it's not an issue. It's just, like, my my thing. I personally would have a, an extremely hard time being with a man who's, like, wife – who was widowed, right? And he – like, I would have, it feels very Rebecca to me. Like, it would be really, really hard for me. Like, I would constantly feel like second fiddle. Yeah. I wouldn't feel like the first choice, you know. But, like, I, I know that sounds really cold and callous. Because, like, obviously, you you can't replace her. Like, that's impossible. Right. And, like, you have to, like, be kind about that. And, like, but I, I don't know how Sierra's doing it. I don't know. Because I would have such a hard time with this yeah you know but she is being really kind about it and understanding and she's really hearing him and like processing it and listening and it's a beautiful thing um and I never would have put these two together Mm -hmm. and even Michael A I think kind of said that at one point he's like I never would have thought this in a million years but it's going great and it's gonna be really interesting to see like how long this goes for um but what do you think of these two? What are your thoughts, I, generally speaking? I do like them a lot. And you do? No, yes. that's good. I'm glad. So I don't not like I'm, them. I don't not like them. I right, do love them. Right, right. I'm hopeful that enough time has passed and Michael has healed yeah, and too. done the work, the, yep. the mm-hmm. therapy and that kind of work that he needs to do to be emotionally mm-hmm. available. And I would think that at a certain point, you know, coming out of a tragedy like being um, widowed is – at a certain point, you just want to have a companion again. You just want to have a relationship yeah. again. You mm-hmm. just, and so in mm-hmm. that space, I think it's certainly possible that Michael A is ready to move forward and move on. And if that's the case, I hope so. Then yeah, I hope so. But it's just kind of hard though because I remember have I remember him having these conversations with, with Katie. Katie Thurston. I know, I know, like the same conversations. I know, I know. and I'm like Michael A. I know. Like what? It will be interesting. <laughs> but I can't to see pretend to know. Again. Yeah. Right, but like I can't even begin to pretend to understand what this is like. So it's like I I, I don't want to judge him at all. It's just hard for me to wrap my head around yep. because he's having these same conversations again. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But like they they're really cute, and I I hope we'll see how long. I mean, gosh, it's only what week th- or day three. Day like, three. Good golly, Miss Molly. <laughs> Um, 
But we'll see. I just wanted to briefly talk about yeah. that because I, that's like my own personal issue that I've always had with him. But it's not even with him. It's just like that situation. Right. right? right. So I feel like a giant child because I'm like, I don't know how I would be able to handle that. I really I mean, do you like I don't I don't know how I would be able to handle something like that. Um, I don't know. But it, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Now, let's let's really jump into this Justin Genevieve situation because, <laughs> oh, my God. Holy buckets. Episode two, <sighs> Genevieve essentially loses her mind yep. the entirety yep. of the episode when Justin agrees to go on this date. Yep. Even though he does pull her aside and he like talks to her about it and he's like, I would want you to do the same thing. Right? Like that moment when Genevieve is coming uh, down the stairs and um, yep. Justin is coming up the stairs and Victoria mm-hmm. is coming up the stairs behind him mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. the most awkward bottleneck I have yep. ever seen in my entire yep. life. Mm-hmm. And then like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Genevieve keeps going and Justin kind of pivots and follows her and Victoria's just literally yep. standing like on this landing. Yep. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. So and you magical. just see Justin nodding his head. Oh you just see God. Justin going on. Oh, I no. loved it yeah. so much. Yeah, it was rough. <laughs> it was rough. But yes, Justin did do the thing that we like to see people do, which is have a conversation with the mm-hmm. person you're with before you take off on a date. Right. The problem here, in my opinion, in my in my humble opinion, okay, I think Genevieve wanted him to reject that day outright. Yep, absolutely. That's what Genevieve wanted. Yes, of course. That is she what she did. wanted. She didn't even she didn't want him to have the conversation with her. She just wanted him to be like, no, I'm sorry, I'm not going to do yep. that. That's what she wanted. The gesture. Yep. Um, even if she denies it, I think that's deep down what she wanted because this. I mean, th- and this is a really hard thing. Like, I can't imagine being on this beach and watching this happen if this were me. Yep. Like, I can't say that I would do anything differently than Genevieve, right. right? Full full stop. But that's really what the crux of the issue was here. So even though he talked to her afterwards, he you know was saying all the right things. He was like, "Look, I would want you to do this too," and like, "Are we okay?" and blah blah blah. And she's like, "Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh huh." And just being like really curt yeah. and not honest yeah. about how she was feeling. It's like Genevieve, you realize we're gonna he's gonna see this back on TV, right? Like that's my other issue. I'm like, you uh, you understand that he's gonna watch all this back and see what you were actually saying and doing in your ITMs, right? Like this is gonna come back, right? It's all coming back <laughs> to me. You know what I mean? Like. That's the other thing that just drives me nuts. Yep. Anyway, um, so, but yada, yada, yada. I mean, I loved their date, Justin and Victoria's date. We already said yep. that. I thought it was really cute. Um, but he comes back from the date and he tries to do this nice gesture for Genevieve with the birthday cake and you take it away, Gretchen, because you were talking about it earlier. Go ahead. Oh, Go ahead. it was just, yeah, it just, you know, they're sitting there and they're like kind of, you know, it's cute and things are going well. And then it's this thing that happens on the show all the time where I'm like, wait, now they're arguing? Like, and I'm like, do they even know what they're arguing about? Because I don't. Mm. Like, these conversations just like pivot and it's like they're like trying to like pick a fight almost with each other. And I, I'm going to say Genevieve started it because yep. that was just mm-hmm. my perspective. I agree. And I agree. And I, I don't agree. think even Genevieve knew what she was actually upset about, which is probably that Justin went on this date with Victoria in the first place, yeah. right? That's what she was upset about. That she and she's didn't like, want him to go on the date at all. You're not showing me that you care about me. And I'm like, you are sitting in front of Hello a birthday cake, cake with little hats uh-huh. and little like. And uh-huh. I just was like, so and I, confused I, 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 and so annoyed. I did love. 
<laughs> I did love that Justin literally looks at the yes. cake. And she's like, what? And he's like, nothing. I'm just looking at this cake. With his big eyeballs. Like, with like his almost I crazy know. face meme eyeballs. Like it was so, yeah. I just. And so that's yeah. the stuff where I'm like, maybe the two of you just aren't compatible. Like you might really like yeah. each other. There might be an attraction there. And that's okay. There. Exactly. And that's okay but I was like, that you're not compatible. But you can't but even have a birthday cake without it devolving into an argument. I know. I, know. I just was like, I mean, but this, this is, is not what a good makes, But this is what makes the, I think this is what kind of makes people go crazy is they don't want to lose their spot on the beach. Right. They want to stay there as right. long as possible. So really deep, deep down, I think Genevieve just didn't want to leave the beach. Right. And she was, that's what she was actually terrified about. It had nothing to do with him. Yep. Like, I'm sure she had a crush on him. Sure. Whatever. But deep, deep down, she just didn't want to get sent home. Even though the whole episode, she's like, it's fine. I'm packing my bags. I already packed my bags. It's fine. I'm leaving. I'm like, Genevieve, stop it. Yeah. It, it, was, <laughs> like, a lot you know, of, it was a lot of neurotic energy from Genevieve this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there was, a, if, if Justin had switched to Fuller... There was a very real possibility that Genevieve would have gone yeah. home. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And like that is, but and I think that maybe deep, deep down is what she was actually upset about, which is, you know, like you, you got to take a step back and like see what's actually going on here. Um, but yeah, I did love though that Justin was kind of standing up for himself and Genevieve didn't know how to respond to that when he like called her out. Yep. She was like, uh, 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 you know, and and then, oh God, I don't even remember. Didn't didn't she do like the? I'm just gonna let you sit here and like <laughs> be with your feelings, or was that earlier? I don't know. It was all bad. It was yeah, all bad. Was, I didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, none of and it. And these these two are not a match. They're not a match. Nope. They're not a match. Um, and just on top of that, she's already freaking out because Sally's suitcase is there, and like there's yep. the rumors about Sally and yep. Justin. So like that'll be interesting yep. to see how that goes down. Anyway, yada, yada, yada. Justin does give Genevieve his rose. And magically, the next day, episode three, she's 100% fine and apologizing for how she acted the previous day. And I'm like, oh, hey. Okay. And then I'm worried okay. that Justin is the kind of guy. I do think there are guys that, like, thrive on that roller coaster ride. And I'm just worried maybe. that he maybe, like, wants, you know, he just, like, is, he's bought 14 tickets for that ride. And he loves that ride. <sighs> and... It's just well, I mean, I kind of wish I kind of wish that he had maybe had a conversation with her the next day and been like, now, listen, I'm going to go talk to Victoria Fuller because <laughs> I want to. OK. And like, <sighs> I gave you that rose yesterday purposefully because I don't want to lose what we have. But I do need to explore this option. OK. Right. OK. Like, that's what he should have done. Right. But we didn't see any uh-huh. of that. As far as we know, Justin and Fuller are dead now. I'm like, uh-huh. no, but they were cute together. What happened? Go back to that, Justin. What are you doing? They were on the ATV, um, <laughs> and it's just a distant memory now. He, seriously. I'm just like, son of a nutcracker, because <laughs> do 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 uh, Aaron, A-A-Ron, and James are back uh, with us. Tweedledee and Tweedledum have God. arrived. They look better than ever. Yeah, they, they do. They come down the stairs with a date card. It's a double date and yada, yada, They come yada. down the stairs with shorts Genevieve. that can barely yep. contain what's beneath them. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. my God, nobody mm-hmm. drop anything because these two guys yep. cannot pick it up. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Um, and Aaron picks Genevieve and James picks uh, Shanae, which, whoa, Ugh. oh my God. Ooh. Do you think this was prompted by producers? 
Aaron and Genevieve I mean, it made sense. Could have been because yeah. it sounds like there's maybe a pinch of history there as well. Even though Genevieve denies it, right? <clears throat> left, right, and center. There's like perceived history. Yeah. So exactly. that seemed I mean, to make possibly. sense. But the the coincidence of Genevieve and Sinead having been on that disastrous two-on-one and now on a two-on-two, it seemed too convenient. And Sinead does not seem like James' type, does she? But he's a hunk of meat and he's gorgeous. I know. And so, yes, this did not surprise me because so was Clayton. Let's be honest. No, no, no. Let's be honest. So I get that Sinead would be into James. I'm saying I I didn't see James picking Sinead. Because James could well, have James, any girl James, on that beach, probably. I mean, he could probably. I mean, he 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 hot, he hot, super hot. hot, whatever. I don't know. I just uh. anyway. We did get a little bit of Sierra though saying that Aaron was very much aware that that Shanae called out Genevieve for sleeping with him, and he didn't like that. Yeah. And so this little brief moment we got of Shanae being like, "Well, I'm kind of into AA Ron," and then AA Ron shut that down. He sure did. Like. There was That's another podcast the only that he moment, went on. The only moment that will like yeah. and enjoy and appreciate anything mm-hmm. that A.A. Ron mm-hmm. does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because he did go on clickbait, I think, and he made it. He said that it wasn't aired, but he made it very clear to Shanae that he was not into her. And I was like, okay, cool. But why didn't we get to see that? I would have liked to have seen that. Oh, well. Anyway. Uh, and just uh, in regards to specifically Genevieve here, it really kind of rubbed me the wrong way that she was kind of saying the same stuff to A.A. Ron that she was saying to Justin yeah. before. And I know that this happens. Genevieve's literally rubbing her head because she's about to explode. Like she, <laughs> This she was, was like rubbing so her temples. impossible to watch because I just it wanted, was, really I was it screaming was. at Genevieve Tell me. on the TV. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because tell me more. Tell so, me more. You know, when when Genevieve came down and nothing happened and we're fine and I love you, Justin, and, 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 and I'm sorry, and and Justin's Justin was like, okay, and like someone might come and want to take you on a date and you should go. And she was like, No, 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 absolutely I not. Know. And like three seconds later, she yep. is like, I mean, she practically knocked Justin off of the papazon, whatever we call these, like, uh-huh. cabanas they sit in. Uh-huh. She practically yeah. pushed him <laughs> off yeah. to get out yeah. to go, like, flirt with Aaron. And I just, this whole yeah. thing was so awful and cringy to me and frustrating that <sighs> she had just said to Justin, like, no, I'm not going to want to go on, on a date with anyone else, and mm-hmm. I'm here, and it's us. Mm-hmm. And I just mm-hmm. wish she hadn't said that. And then saying all this, like, mm-hmm. totally playing down <laughs> Her relationship with Justin <laughs> to Aaron. I just, it was so gross to me. I just hated yeah. all of it. I agree. No, I, listen, I don't disagree. And like, I think she said to a, a, I think she said to Aaron that like, you know, he shows me how he feels. I'm like, what did Justin do the previous night? He gave you his yes. rose. He gave you a birthday cake. Yes. Like, what are you talking about? It was so frustrating. You know, it was ugh. so frustrating. The first night he 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 dumped Just Kira be honest. for you. The second night he brings you a mm-hmm. birthday cake and, and then you get his mm-hmm. rose. And yes, and then mm-hmm. this crap about like, but he doesn't show me and Aaron is showing me. And I'm like, because mm-hmm. he's got muscles? Like, is that how he's showing you? <laughs> I'm so confused right now. <laughs> oh, Which is fine. Like, get Aaron. We we are not big oh, A.A. Ron fans, but I, even I no. cannot deny 
Aaron especially looks better than ever. I'm like, holy No, shit. I know. <laughs> I know. Where did all I those? Know. There are muscles on muscles on muscles. <sighs> it's like Fox and Socks and know. Fox. <laughs> just like, oh my God. Yeah. And like, uh, But if that's and, what it know, is, it, Genevieve, but, just like own up uh, to it. Like this yeah. baloney yeah. about like Justin doesn't show me. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And but and it also kind of from Aaron's perspective, because he says, you know, I'm not really good with my words. Like he's like acknowledging the fact that he sucks at his words, which I appreciate because I'm like, I also suck at my words. But A.A. Ron, you also suck at your words. But that's not my problem with you. My problem with you. You also have some emotional promo, intelligence, which is what you Aaron have some anger that lacking. you have clearly not dealt with via the promos. Yeah. Um but like it kind of felt like a business arrangement mm. where he was like, now I'm picking you and you're the person I'm picking. So you better not screw me here. <laughs> like I'm picking you for the rest of this for however long we're here <sighs> for. And like that was the subtext to me. Yep. And maybe I'm like reading too much into it. No, because um, we know Aaron's got jealous ways. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so and Genevieve's like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just this was hard for me to watch. Just, but like, again, I don't know if I'd do anything differently if I was Genevieve. It's really hard. I'd like to think that I would. But I really don't know if I would, because if I felt hurt in that way by Justin, I might do the same thing. I don't know. It's yeah. really hard for me. to. <laughs> I'm dying. Uh. Anyway. Um, yeah. And we're basically kind of left on a cliffhanger here and you know we'll obviously see in episode four the following day what happens you know we'll get to the promo anyway just to briefly talk about Shanae Logan and James I feel like we basically have said most of what needed to be said but I generally speaking I don't know like we get a lot oh yeah this was this was interesting like during their one-on-one that they get, we get a lot of Logan being like, she, I, she had a really rough season and I'm really proud of her for coming out the other side. And I was like, Logan, no. Also projecting. She had a rough season. Projecting she an did awful this to lot. herself. <laughs> yes. Yes. Also, yes. yes. Also, yes. Logan's like, like she, she gets me because I was a jerk on my season and she was a jerk on uh, her season. That's what, that's what uh, Logan meant to say. But instead, he wants to turn this into some, like, hero's Uh journey of how, you know, they're Uh really, like, overcoming the the adversities that Uh have been, you know, the obstacles in their paths and all this crap. Mm -hmm. I was like, I am not Mm -hmm. buying your bologna sandwich. No. One bit, Logan. (laughs) Even if it was tofurkey sandwich, because I'm a vegetarian, I'm still not buying this tofurkey sandwich. It's Mm -hmm. just all bologna. And I don't eat bologna. Mm Mm-hmm. And we get a lot of Shanae saying that he makes her feel comfortable. And then you fast forward. Sorry, I don't want to fast forward yet. But yada, yada, yada. She gets his rose. Whatever. But the next day, (laughs) when it's James and Shanae, she's saying the same stuff to James. I'm like, Shanae, this is like, Logan's going to see this back. Logan is going to see this back. It's not a good moment moment for either Genevieve or Shanae. Like they both really kind of like pivot in a, in Mm -hmm. a really unappealing fashion. And like Mm -hmm. you have said, we have learned over and over again on paradise is that you have to be transparent and you have to be upfront and honest. And neither one Mm -hmm. of them is being upfront, transparent or honest with mm-hmm. the people that they were involved with. It's like as soon mm-hmm. as James and Aaron show up, it's like Logan who? Justin what? Yeah. And it's like they don't even yeah. exist. Mm-hmm. And it's just really kind of 
tacky because it really does seem mm-hmm. to just be about the fact and not denying it James and Aaron are hot but it really just seems to be about yeah. the fact that James and Aaron are hot and I'm like that's just yep. kind of tacky tawdry cheap yeah and it's like with you know Romeo wanting to explore his options and being crucified for it yep. and yet when the when Shanae and Genevieve do the same thing they're not being crucified for yep. it even though it's the same behavior yep, sure technically is. right sure is. it's literally the same and so I just I have a hard time because I'm just like yes that is the point of the show that is the point of the beach but you got to just be completely honest about it the whole time you're doing yep. it and ugh. and but then again if you're honest about it you get crucified so it yep. just feels like a very lose lose situation yeah. unless both people involved are okay with that right yeah uh like for example if if I maybe not because part of me feels like if maybe it had been Kira instead of Jill right I think Kira may have been more forgiving yeah yeah I don't but maybe I don't know I don't know because Kira seemed like down to mingle for sure so -hmm. maybe that would have been a better option in the long run maybe but then again she really only seemed more so down to mingle after her and Romeo were like that's fair that's fair so I don't know. It's it's so like I don't know what the right answer is here, but all of this is gross to me. Yeah. I don't like any of it. Yep. You know, um, and like we get ITMs of Shanae being like, Logan's OK, but blah, and then she starts to and cry. And then she starts crying. And I'm like, but and I'm like, but literally yesterday you were I saying know. how comfortable he makes you. I and know. How happy you are. So it's like it just hurts my it, this part makes my head hurt because I'm like, what's we're real? We're both rubbing what, our temples is, at this point. I know. Because we're both just like, I should take a, it I should take a screenshot of this. <laughs> <laughs> and post it on the oh ground. Oh, my gosh. Even oh as, gosh. like, cold compress on her forehead. Yeah. And I am, like, fingers, index fingers at my temples, just massaging gently. <laughs> yep, I did it. I took a screenshot. I took Fantastic. a screenshot. It'll go on the ground. It'll be great. Oh, uh, <laughs> God. But, like, so this is what makes my head hurt because I don't know what the solution is. No, I don't either. Because even if you're honest, it can still backfire, yep. you know? Yep. But, uh, so that's that's all of that, right? Yep. I just can't help feeling that Shanae is just in love with the idea of people falling for her yep. and for her being able to have all these different romance stories. I think that's such a good observation. Like, that had not I don't occurred know to me, and I think you're absolutely right. And that and seems I just so don't know if for she, yeah, and I don't know if she actually legitimately, because she's, because I feel like if you really are there to, for just the one person, then you're Brandon and Serene, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's just hard. It's just hard, and I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. So that that's that's that on that. Shall mm-hmm. we move on? Let's. <laughs> Um, briefly, Jared and Ashley I come in episode three and like, I guess we're going to get more of them because of the promos and whatever, but I also just don't really have time. Like, I love them. I'm happy for them. I don't know. I really don't need more of them (sighs) because like, there's so much other stuff going on that like, sure. I'm happy to see them whatever but like but like i follow but I also ashley don't have the bandwidth. on instagram i don't need her wasting my time on paradise no, like i i don't your story i don't get this twist happy. too like they have a baby and either. it's like they're like vacation but i'm like yeah. but like there's nothing about like 
we're not here to celebrate established couples. That's not what we're here for. No. We're here to see some dirty nope. hookups in the boom boom room yep. and to see people uh-huh. get upset and to see people fall in love uh-huh. and to see people get engaged uh-huh. and to see people yes. throw drinks and to see people say it. Like, this is what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Like, I am not here uh-huh. we are, yeah. for like this celebrating. This has already been settled. I just, this yeah. Is, the cash has already gone to the bank. Like, I this don't is get already it. like, sign, sealed, delivered, you're done. Like, I don't but, get it. Like, I'm happy to see you. Happy to see you. But also, there is no need to like continue seeing you. It like, was so you came weird. in and, you know, yeah, agreed. Agreed, 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 agreed. So that's something to look forward to. And now, <laughs> I, oh God. And now let's talk about this <sighs> Teddy, Andrew, and okay. Rodney situation. <sighs> okay. So essentially, we hear in episode three, for the first time that Teddy is not actually as jazzed about Andrew as we thought and that she's at war with herself over it because she's like saying, you know, he deserves for me to be like all over him and to be super affectionate and I'm not able to give that to him. And I'm like, uh oh, because that is that's a, that's a red flag. That's yeah. a sign. Especially because um, she says Rodney, she normally is affectionate and yes. physical touch is important to her. And yes. so when she says this is not. Not only yes. is this unusual, but this is yes. unusual for me. And I was like, "Rut uh-huh. Which this made me like, <laughs> this made me sad because I thought, and again, it's it what we sad. get to see. Like what we got to see uh-huh. was, I mm. thought you, and you know, Andrew like just like makes my Grinch heart grow three sizes. And I so know. I just I know he does. love me Teddy. Too. I love Andrew. <laughs> and I just was so happy to see them clicking. And I was so yep. I felt like mm-hmm. the rug had been pulled out from under me when Teddy confessed this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. Yep. Yeah. It was rough. It was really, really rough. But, you know, you can't help who you love. It's like, true. You can't, like, you can't force it, you know? So it's like, I respect her for being honest. Yep. But essentially, Rodney comes down the stairs. Looking. And looking. And Teddy looking so. Fine. Oh, my just, God. Just Rodney. looking like the most Rodney, I have delicious red apple. Right like, now, like, just I know. You sure do. Rodney oh, coming down yep. You sure do. I was like, yes, you do. I saw that. <laughs> Continue. Um, but essentially, him and Teddy click immediately. Yep. And she immediately realizes and spirals because she has to dump Andrew. Like, she knows she has to dump Andrew because she can't give him the physical connection that she knows that he deserves and, you know, wants and all that stuff. But, like, the crazy part about it, though, is that... In my opinion, I think she was feeling that she could give that to Rodney and it freaked her out because she was like, well, I don't want to be the villain here. I don't want to like dump Andrew and break his heart and then go for Rodney, even though that's what I want. Potentially. And we, oh, it's so sad. And then we get Teddy and Andrew's breakup and she's honest with him about it. And he's super respectful. Yep whilst being flabbergasted because she's like well do you have anything to say and he's like well no I, I don't know what to say and then she just gets up and leaves and it's like whoa you know mm-hmm. and it's kind of rough um uh, and her point is like I came here for you specifically and you came here for me specifically and if this isn't working between us then I should then I shouldn't be here even though and like a lot of people were kind of coming for her because they were like why the okay sorry we already spoiled it that she leaves you know of her (laughs) own volition that was my fault sorry she leaves essentially she no you're fine she Irish goodbyes and she just bounces from the from the island because she's like if it's not gonna work with you then like the right thing for me to do is to just take myself out of the situation entirely and people were like why the hell didn't you stay for Rodney what the why didn't you stay like a lot of people were really upset with her about that so let me tell you Well, first, let me read you her Instagram post that she made. 
um, after, after this all happened. Um, she said, uh, quote, uh, something I'm proud of learning. One, leaving environments that are cruel to me and the people around me. Two, sticking to my boundaries no matter how many times people in authority try to cross them. Excited for this next chapter and what the rest of the year will bring. Blah, 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 blah. So, like, end quote. That was her post. According to Zach Reality, and this is, if this is true, this is bananas. <laughs> they were trying to strong arm her into staying, even though, she, so she did want to pursue Rodney. But the producers were like, no, 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 you have to stay with Andrew. You can't do that. You have to stay with Andrew. Because their whole thing, they wanted Brandon and Serene and Andrew and Teddy to be the strong couples at the end. So they couldn't have Teddy bounce to Rodney. They're like, no, 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 you can't do that. You can't do that. And she was like, well, then I'm leaving. Then I'm out. Then I'm gone. And she, it was like a fight. And she finally just took herself out of the situation. Isn't that nuts? If that's true? Yeah. Isn't that completely crazy? Yeah, that's... The, yeah, I'm like, I'm just struggling with that because mm-hmm. Rodney is such a fan favorite too that like, I, I don't mm-hmm. want to say that it's just about like making these power couples, but I think Teddy and Rodney would have been an excellent power couple as well to have at the right. end of the but season. Because I agree. I agree with you wholeheartedly, but I can kind of, because there are other people that, that are coming down to this beach that would be good for Rodney as well, i.e., uh, I think her name is Eliza. Um, I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but, like, there are other people that could be good for Rodney, and these people, like, it, Rodney and Andrew, they're kind of on the same plane, right? So in order, so if Teddy were to leave Andrew and devastate Andrew, she kind of becomes a villain, even though she's doing what's right for her, right? And so, like, producers, they have their protected couples, i.e. Michael A., very protected. Yeah. But if you're not a protected person, then you, like Sally, for example, they are going to, you're going to be in a lot of pain. Like, they're going to edit stuff, you know? And I'm sure Teddy didn't want to deal with that, you know? And I'm sure there were people all kinds of producers being like, you have to stay, you have to stay. And like trying to like manipulate her into staying and strong arming her. So I, I applaud her for holding true to her convictions. Would I have loved to see her and Rodney together? Cause I think that would have been a good match. Yes. But if she was feeling that this environment became a toxic one for her, that was not healthy anymore. I don't blame her. Um, especially if that's what they were telling her. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Go, go watch Zach reality on Instagram and like, hear what he has to say about it but that that floored me I was like holy crap and it just makes what she said even the more like ooh, you know leaving environments that are cruel to me like what the heck happened right yeah because we really didn't see much like once she was like I want to go like that's all we really saw her bag was basically packed and she was in the car Mm -hmm. in like three seconds yeah yeah a second yeah yeah Well, I hope that's not the case because I think, you know, of course we know the producers are pulling a few strings and maybe making suggestions, Mm -hmm. but I would like to think Mm -hmm. that the contestants should have the autonomy to say that it's not working out with Andrew and Rodney just showed up and we are really clicking. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, I don't know. Cause what I do know is I was super confused and honestly, my jaw is like still dragging around on the ground because. Tell me how you feel. Yeah, tell me how you feel. I couldn't figure out why Teddy felt like she had to leave. I don't think she would have been 
I don't think they could have even edited her into a villain because she's so well-liked. She was really direct and upfront with Andrew. And Rodney is so well-liked. Like, I just don't see how they could have even spun it to make her be a villain. Like These people are crafty, I Gretchen. Know. They could have done it. I know. They could have found a way, and they would have found a way, you know? Like... So I guess you think it's hard, but I don't think it would have been. I guess I have to accept the possibility that she was told she could not be with Rodney because I was truly befuddled and bewitched and bothered and bewildered that Teddy Mm -hmm. felt like she had to leave. So there must have been something happening behind the scenes. The way they edited it, you know, I think they tried to put it in a good light where it was like, well, if it's not going to work with Andrew, then like. I shouldn't, then that means this doesn't work, period, right? Like, that very cut and dry feeling. Like, that's that was the edit that they gave it. And obviously, we're never going to know. I'm going to be honest. I didn't listen to the Vile Files this week or Chatty Broads or Dear Shandy's. Like, I don't know what other people think about this. And I'm going to be really interested to, like, give them a listen and see what they think. Um, Because Nick Vile always airs on the side of, like, yeah, producers push, but they don't really pull like that that's what that and that's what I'm thinking right now I'm like that seems too strong like they are not um (laughs) they they definitely have a little influence that they like to to sprinkle Mm -hmm. over the cast Mm -hmm. but this Mm -hmm. would be a this would be a pretty big departure from yeah from a gentle nudge Mm -hmm. crossing over into no you have to stay with Andrew even if you don't want right. to, that seems far even for the producers of of this franchise. But I'm and here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. I'm sure they weren't even saying it like that. I'm sure they were just trying to be like sweet coo and manipulate. Yeah, you know, like the cooing manipulation. We're like, oh, but like think about this and you know, and that can really get to a yeah, person. That's true. And you know, but the second, it doesn't surprise me. The second you go against what they want, like things become harder for yeah, you that's fair and maybe teddy was feeling that and she was like i'm not doing that yeah but i won't do that you know <laughs> and this post that she made was like probably the most she'll ever be able to say about it because contracts yeah. and stuff yeah um but it's just upsetting it's just upsetting because like i don't know who else could come down the beach for andrew i really don't I know. um but then again, I feel like we saw a promo of Andrew and Brittany making out. So, like, I'm sure there are still other options for him. And, like, it sucks that this didn't work out because it has been in the making for a long yeah. time. And it just, you know, and, like, that added pressure, I'm sure. Like, maybe if Teddy and him had met outside the context of all of this, they could have. But, you know, the pressure was a lot for Teddy. I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot. And it made, it made me really sad. But the fact that she just Irish goodbyed. <laughs> say goodbye to any of her friends that was kind of weird and then the episode just ends with rodney looking for teddy and like serene and jill like crying being like come here sit down and like telling yeah, him that she that was, was like woof that that was again i serena wasn't quite as extreme i jill's reaction yeah. i was like i okay jill you've either had one too many margaritas uh-huh or you uh-huh. make everything about you and but either way mm-hmm. i'm kind of like you you need to just like take like five or ten deep breaths for mm-hmm. me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. Andrew isn't even as upset <laughs> about well, Teddy I leaving. No, I mean right, that's the thing. It's like we did we did get a moment of Andrew and Michael A. Right, and he you know it was almost like it wasn't even that he was mad about Teddy. He was like I'm not unlovable. It's like Andrew, of course you're not unlovable. Like, yeah. Oh, you know, and that was a weird side to see of him. Like the more the fact that he lost, 
versus that he lost Teddy. Right. Yeah. Like that also kind of perked yeah. my ears up a bit. I was like, oh, Andrew, what's going on there? Um, whereas let's say Serene pulled this on Brandon. Brandon would be inconsolable about yeah. losing her. Yeah. Like, can you imagine? He would be like in the ocean yeah. and they would have to pull him yep. out and then he would go back into the ocean. Yep. They'd pull him. Like, oh, sorry. Speaking of Brandon, <laughs> I loved. Sorry. This is a way hard left here. Um, sidebar. <laughs> <laughs> Just pulling the car over. Um I loved in the intro that his intro thing was him pulling the ring out of the sand because remember everyone thought he had thrown the ring yes. into the ocean after him and Michelle. Yes. And it was actually fruit snacks, but no one knew that at the time. So I love <laughs> that he like pulls out a ring. I thought that was really funny. Anyway. Um, so yeah, I don't know what's going to happen now, but like obviously I'm intrigued and I, I mean, I did wish that Teddy had stayed, but like if it was really that volatile behind the scenes, good on you for sticking to your guns and getting out of there. Good for you. I don't know if I would have had the strength or the conviction. So good for you, Teddy. We stand you, Teddy, and we we wish you well. We do. Um, would we have liked to see you with Rodney? Yes, but oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Moving on, I guess. <sighs> and like if I were Rodney and Teddy was the person I wanted, I probably would have left. I'm not going to lie to you. I would have been like, okay, well, then I guess I'm going to go follow Teddy out of here because we live close together anyway and bounce. Bye. Like, right. can you imagine what producers would have done? They would have lost their SHI tut. They would have lost it. <sighs> Yikes. <sighs> um, but yeah, episode ends with that on that cliffhanger of him looking for Teddy and she's not there. Um, I also Shall thought we this talk was about the, oh. just, it was so yeah, ahead, dramatic how like yeah. Jill and Serena were like, come here, come here. Come here, Ted. Come mm. here, Rodney. Like, sit down. So, like, and I was like, just tell him that Teddy left. Like, it doesn't have to be. Like, it's not his grandma. Yeah. His, like, Mima didn't pass I away. Know. It's going to just, like, just yeah. tell him the news. Like, I just mm-hmm. thought that was a little mm-hmm. excessive. Anyway. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Um, is there any other things in the episode that you can recall? I feel like I'm missing stuff. And if I am, I'm sorry. I but think it's two you, episodes. It's a lot of material. I know. But I think just a quick before we get to promos, you did want to talk yes. about um, the, yes, the conversation the cute, with the mishaps. Yep. Because this. I sure. Yes, I did. <laughs> well, it's okay, kind of fun. So I'm going to file this under cute moments. OK. Even <laughs> though this wasn't cute, but it was kind of cute. Um, they were all like, it was in the evening. They were all lying on a day bed or something like just like a bunch of them. And they were like, let's talk about scars we have. (laughs) And like Michael has one on his forehead. Someone else has, I don't know what. And then the Sierra comes out with the whopping fact that she is missing a finger. And everyone was like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Like she is full fledged missing an entire her pinky finger, an entire finger. It's not there's not even a an nub left. Finger. The whole thing's nope, gone. It's just gone. And she's like, it's really good for hand holding. And I was like, really? <laughs> and like, like here, hold my hand. And like everyone's like, oh my god, it is. Like it was so. And did you catch know, her joke like, about manicures? Yes. She's yes. like, and I get ten percent off when I get a manicure. I died. I fell I died. off my couch laughing. And then Michael A was like, "She's thrifty, y'all." And I was like, "Oh my god, I can't, I can't, I can't." Match made in heaven. I could not even. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess like maybe. What did she say? It was a swing set fell on her. Or something I couldn't even. Honestly, I was just. I was staring at that Again. hand. So I, know. I was just processing the visual of it yeah. that I didn't even really yeah. quite catch what happened. Yep. But it was it was quite something. So, you know, woohoo. Um, but, she, you know, I'd never noticed. I literally never noticed. And so that's just wonderful. Anyway, um, other cute moment that you had. I didn't notice this until someone else pointed it out on Twitter. There was a moment 
where a bunch of boys are talking in the pool about the two the double date with Sinead, Genevieve, Aaron, and James. And behind them, blurred out, is Brandon and Serene taking a nap together. And it's so cute. Like, his mouth is all the way open. He's probably snoring and drooling. Drooling. And she's just, like, curled up next to him. And it was so cute. Oh, my God. I died. Um, And then last but not least, I'm sure there are more. But these are the only ones I could remember at the time. Nacho. Oh, my God. Kira's little scripted moment with Nacho. Who does this dog belong to? He is the cutest. I need more Nacho. He needs an I Instagram. I need more of it. Some, he needs a publicist. He, he needs an Instagram. He may have one. He needs a TikTok. I should check. Yeah. He may have one. Yeah. yeah. But like he was, and like he leaves Kira on the day bed. So amazing. Like, she's like, Nacho, come back. And he stops. <laughs> and he turns around to look at her <laughs> and thinks about it. And then this and then savage little Nacho just trots off away into walking. the sunset. I was like, yep. Nacho. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know who he belonged to, but we need more of him. We need more Nacho. There was like a random comment. Ooh. I don't know if you caught this. Somebody was saying like, oh, we have another dog. So I don't know if they're just like stray dogs on this island. Oh, like, maybe. So I, I oh, feel that's like right. maybe I about there that. are multiple dogs perchance and they might be just sort of like stray island dogs right which really makes me want to go to paradise now yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's fair that's fair um and y'all that was the episode that was the episode Woo! episodes uh, two of them oh my gosh um oh my goodness we did it um (laughs) as for the promo it's just essentially a situation where there's way more guys than girls now because and women, you know, the girls have the roses and because Teddy's and gone, Teddy like, there's literally yep. so many men and not enough women. Just general tri- triangle chaos with Shanae getting mad at Logan, Justin anger eating while we watch Genevieve <laughs> kiss Aaron. A Aaron or Aaron, Ooh, sorry, getting his angry. Eyeballs are barely staying I within know. their sockets. I mean, I just know. they I are know. holding on Fine. by a retina Ugh. or whatever keeps our eyeballs in our face. <laughs> <laughs> and like, <laughs> yeah. And then like Aaron getting angry at Genevieve, like kissing Justin, and then like and his anger <laughs> flares out, and like nothing has changed. Sally coming down and you just know that the men are going to be on her like flies, you know, oh, it's yes. going to be. Yeah. Oh, so yes. like it's nutty here. It's completely nuts. I'm live, laugh, loving for it. Also scared, but it's fine. <laughs> and uh, just a little bit of housekeeping. I'm going to be completely honest. Like I, my schedule is so rough that I'm probably going to try and get this episode out Sunday night. And I'm sorry about it. I'd love to get it out Sunday during the day, but that's probably just not going to happen. So sorry about it. The tweets hopefully will also be out by Sunday. I don't know. But like, you know what? By the time you're listening to this, the so anticipation <laughs> will just make it all that much more sweet when it, when it I know. drops. I'm just, I'm just swamped right now. So I'm doing my best to get this all done by myself. It's, it's a hard knock life, y'all. It's a hard knock life. <laughs> For me, it's a hard knock life for me. Ooh. Anyway, y'all know what I'm going to say. We are literally everywhere that you listen to podcasts. Uh, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, iHeartMusic, I think, iTunes. So please, please, please give us the five stars wherever you listen. Give, leave us the reviews if you're able. We host off Podbean. Come follow us there. Um, leave us the Amazon, or sorry, oh my God, the <laughs> iTunes five stars. It really, really, really does help. 
follow us on the Instagram at Hunger Roses Pod because that's where I drop all the tweets from everyone reacting on Twitter. And send us an email, hungerrosespod at gmail.com if you have general thoughts and feelings about the season that we're covering. If you have requests for bonus content, whatever you so desire, leave it there. We'd love, love, love to hear from you. And y'all, till next time, <laughs> stay hungry. And stay scarred. <laughs> Because if Serena can can rock nine fingers, there's hope for all of us. (laughs) Yes. Isn't that the truth?